to fuel your drive. All right, welcome to Fuel Your Drive. I'm your host, Josh York, and today is a very exciting episode because I am with Andy Frisilla, the founder of First Form, and we're going to also throw my man DJ in here because I love DJ. He's got great energy. So DJ, we're throwing him in. DJ's in the room with us, too. <laughs> That's all good. We like to keep it real and raw. Yeah. And... Um, you know, uh, you know, Andy. Again, thank you so yeah. much for having me here. Great, for ha- thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely, it's uh. So I want to first start off by the crazy day we had. So I'm an early riser. You know, mm-hmm. I get up every day at 3:44, like clockwork. It doesn't matter. No matter what, I'm up every single day. I get my workout in. Then I go in the sauna. Then I jump in my ice bath, 25 degrees. Mm-hmm. I haven't missed a day since I'm 17 years old. Mm-hmm. All right, because you know it's all about consistency. Yeah. Head to the airport, hop on the flight. So we decide to go grab some food quickly. And, you know, I'm really crazy with time. Like, I never want to be late. I, uh, you know, I always say on time is, is late and, you know, early is on time. Yep. Anything that's yep. yep. unacceptable. And uh, we call an Uber, you know, and we know we're pretty close by the headquarters over here. As the Uber's pulling in, the Uber smashed right into another car. Oh, nice. So we were so we weren't going to have enough time to obviously yeah. make it here. Yeah. And there was this really nice couple. Um, what were his names? Nate and, uh, and uh, what's her name? No. I gotta say her name. I told her I'm gonna t- say her name on here. Hold on. What was her name? Oh my god. Oh my god. Cameron. 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 So they're like right there, and they're like, "What? What happened?" And we're like, "Oh, the Uber driver just got in an accident." They're like, "No problem. We'll give you a ride." And they gave us a ride here. We made it here literally at 1:37 when Emily said to be here at 1:40. So there you go. It worked out well. You made it. We made it. So, yeah. So um, this is gonna obviously be a very inspiring episode for a lot of people, and, and for me, it's very inspiring because this all comes from right here, vision. Mm-hmm. And I know you can talk mm-hmm. about it. But, um, you know, I know a lot of people know about your story, but I think it's just great if we just kind of start. And, like, and I, I mean, like, not talking about the story, but, like, the actual pain of what you've gone through to get to where you are today. Because, you know, people don't realize what this all takes. And, and, and it's very, very impressive. Thanks, man. Yeah, you know, I mean, look, dude, anytime you pick a path outside the norm, it's going to be hard. You know what I mean? Uh, but I don't think that my story is any different than anybody else who's been in this game for 20 plus years you know you're going to get punched in the face uh sometimes you're going to get stabbed in the face um (laughs) you know and that's just the reality of it you know every day you wake up is going to be a challenge every day you wake up is going to be a grind and that that's been that's been you know my whole life you know and it's weird now because now people look and they think I've got some special thing that they don't have. And, and I've really tried to make it a mission to help people understand that's not true. You know, the only thing that I have that they don't is I got the time in the game, you know? And, um, you know, I started being an entrepreneur when I was a little kid. You know, I would start doing the things little kids do, like try to sell lemonade or, you know, collecting baseball cards, trying to sell them. And uh, I sold light bulbs door to door and, and um, you know, all those little sales contests, you know, when you're a kid in school, like I whooped everybody's ass. You know what I mean? And uh, And I was just always into that. Like I was always into some sort of like entrepreneurial nature and uh you know when i got through i struggled through school um i i i never got good grades i always was a dc guy uh when i went to test for for college i tested really high i ended up uh going to st louis university here for one semester and i was like dude this is not for me And so I moved down to Springfield, Missouri, my business partner, and we started uh, Supplement Superstores, which is our retail store uh, concept. Yeah, Michael, get the logo so they can see that. Yeah. Because that's really cool. Yeah, that logo, uh, my buddy Tom Young drew that logo for 50 bucks back then. It took me three years to pay him because I didn't have the money. So it took me three years to pay a dude 50 bucks for a logo. Um, that's where we. So that, people, that's where we come from. But people don't understand that. Like yeah. people, like you know, because you know, and, and I don't want to interrupt because I want you to keep going. But like yeah. people, people don't understand because, you know, again, and I'm being honest with you, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I really do listen to your podcast. Yeah. And one thing you said, which I really liked, was. I forgot what it was. You said, talking about like leadership, about like when you go to bed, you almost pretend like you're sleeping. Yeah. But you're not sleeping. Yet. Yeah, yeah. Because. 
Yeah, it's, 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 no, it's, no one knows what they're doing when they start out. That's right. And, and, and I use that example a lot. You know, uh, sleeping is really a really kind of a weird thing because you've got to pretend to be asleep before you're asleep. Yep. And, and success is the same thing. Yep. You got to pretend that you're where you are before you actually get there. And that's something that nobody really uh, gets. And when they hear that, some people think, well, then fake it till you make it. That's not what I'm saying, dude. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying you have to think of yourself as a capable human that's capable of accomplishing these things when, without question, without doubt, before you actually accomplish them. And that's the trick, right? Yeah. The trick is figuring out how to believe in yourself when you really haven't done anything to prove it to yourself yet. And uh, not everybody can do that, you know what I mean? Um, especially with the way, the nature of business now, when I started, it, you know, it was 1999. It was a diff, totally different era than now. There was no social media. There was no, uh, you know, text messaging. Uh, the internet was real basic. You know what I mean? There wasn't a lot of e-com. Yeah. Um, I don't even think social media really existed outside of like chat boards and shit like that. So like we were living in a different era. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and now, now the technology is so strong that you can make a lot more progress quickly. But the problem is, is that the guys that have access to the technology don't have any patience. So what they don't want to do is put in the time for, you know, two or three or four years when it would have taken, you know, me 10 to do the same thing. Um, you know, they're so impatient that they don't even want to put that in. And that's really the handicap that's happening. And I don't blame people for being impatient. There's nothing in our life that requires patience right now. Yeah. You know, we can talk to people in Japan on our phone right now. Um, we can send things instantly. We can get food instantly. We, we have microwaves. We have all these things that make shit easy and quick. So it's not confusing to me as to why people lack patience now. Because when I was 20 years old, 19 years old, when I started, the world wasn't as convenient. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? 100%. So, um, you know, I think that's a big takeaway for a lot of young entrepreneurs. Like, look, dude, if you could just develop a, a sense of patience where you can grind it out for three or four years, bro, that's so much more than what most people are willing to put in. 100%. And way less than what it used to take. And people should be grateful for that opportunity, in my opinion. But yeah, man, you know, um, I, I graduated high school. Uh, I w tried college thing, it wasn't for me. And uh, we decided to start a supplement store, you know, and we started a, a nutritional supplement store. And the first day, you know, Chris and I obviously were like, oh, dude, we're going to be rich. We're going to have everything. We're going to have all the cars and we're going to be out partying and this. And, you know, the first day we sold seven dollars. Second day we sold zero dollars. The third day uh, we sold twenty three dollars. And then it took eight months for us to have a day over two hundred dollars. Took us six years to have our second store open. Um, and then once we got the second store open, uh, we had the opportunity to take over four established stores that were going out of business. So we took them over. So we went from one store to six stores literally in one day. So like when I say one day, I mean, it was a course of 30 days, right? Um, big learning curve. You know, I inherited a lot of employees. I didn't know how to manage people. I'd never managed people before. I made fucking a ton of mistakes. Um, you know, and I learned. I learned, I learned from those mistakes, you know, and I think that's something that, that's another point, right? Like that people gotta, if you don't have the ability to, to learn from your mistakes and you're not humble enough to not, uh, to recognize when you make them, you, you shouldn't be in business. You're gonna have a real hard time. Um, and those two things, patience and being able to learn from your mistakes, really, to me, I think are the key. I don't think it's intelligence. I don't, I, I think, you know, it's the ability to not quit. It's the ability to not make the same mistake more than once, hopefully. Maybe you make it twice, but you don't really don't make it three times. Um, and then the ability to have the patience to let it, let the cake bake, you know what I mean? Um, and that's where that's that's what happened. You know, in 2009, we we uh, we had 10 years of experience in a retail store, of uh, selling other people's products. So we had a lot of time to talk. And 10 years in, by the way, we're still having days where we weren't seeing a customer in some of the stores. So 
we had a lot of time to talk about how you know we would do it if we had the opportunity to do it. And then in 2009, uh, you know, some things aligned and we had the opportunity and that's where First Form started. And we started out, um, you know, as small as you can get. We found a, a, a company that would work with us that would make custom blends um, that would allow us to make literally one blend of product, which was like a pickup truck full of product. We would go to the plant, we'd pick it up in our trucks, and we would take it to a, um, a storage unit, and that, you know, that was my fucking garage. Yeah. You know, and uh, I can remember, you know, trying to keep my garage door closed because I didn't want anybody to see. That's, you know, I was embarrassed, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, you know, at first everybody laughed at us. Everybody was like, well, what's first form, you know, or blah, blah, blah. What's, what, what, you know, all the same shit that you guys all hear. Everybody hears it. Everybody hears it. Yeah, and nobody bought in, and, and eventually, uh, you know, we, we took it as a one customer at a time approach, which is what we always do. Yeah. And, you know, eventually after a few years, we had a, a little bit of momentum. We had some customers that really liked our products. Um, and for a few more years, we had a couple more. And, you know, we, that's really what we do, man. We still do the same thing. We're just accumulating um, success stories, you know, as time goes on. And, and it's very rewarding. And, you know, aside from the business growth that we've seen and success we've seen, you know, we have big goals. We're not anywhere near where we want to go. So next Nike, better than Nike. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're looking to be the 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 premier American uh, apparel manufacturer and brand for athletic performance, as well as you know any product that has to do with performance. You know, like I want people when they see First Form to think of it as the performance company. Period. So uh, we got a long way to go. You know. And that, you did, but you've done a very good job. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, it's cool. It's not. It's it's definitely better than it was when it was in my garage, you know. But uh, it's it's you know DJ can vouch for it. I mean, we're very driven, and we definitely don't take anything for granted. And uh, it's a it's fun now. Like it, it's it was fun then, but it's it's now it's like fun because it's it's like I'm not totally terrified every day. You know what I'm saying? Like you know how the the entrepreneur fear that we all have of like losing all our shit. I'm in a place now in my life where, you know, that that's not a that's not a realistic thought. So let's talk about that fear yeah. because, you know, I maybe two years ago came out of that. And I'm sure you're gonna yeah. relate to all this. So I literally and this is where people go wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I was almost in a casino once, literally almost put my life savings on red. Red is our color. That's yeah, the yeah. color of our vans just to make payroll. I yeah. didn't end up doing that. Yeah. But like, there's been so many times where I needed like ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars by yeah. Monday. Yeah. And I didn't know how I was going to come up with it. Yeah. Now, obviously, most people just quit and just say, but yeah. I, like, it's just very simple. You just have to almost like believe that it's going to happen. Yeah. You understand? And, and, and do, yeah, dude. And you have to do your half of it. You know, that's there. Look, dude. If I went, a lot of people attribute that to luck. Right, they say that's luck. Yeah. I don't see that as luck. It's not luck. <clears throat> because I've learned over the course of time that manifesting your true intent into your life is actually a skill. It is. Yes. So, and a lot of people, like, dude, I remember when I first started talking about this and started hearing about it, bro, I thought it was crazy too. You, yeah, I, you, I, you know. I it was crazy too, and I don't want to interrupt you, but I yeah, want yeah. to because this is really, so, this might sound like weird, but it's like, I like I, I actually like dreamt this like that this was gonna happen. Yeah. Like I actually seen it. Yeah. Same thing. Like I'm friends with Gary now. Gary V. Mm-hmm. I, I went yeah. on the show. Same yeah. thing. Same yeah. thing. I just got into Costco. Yeah. Four years of being told no. Four years. Yeah. Like I was just sharing a story with them at lunch because I used to call the COO Ron mm-hmm. once every quarter. And you know, like when you talk to someone and you just feel like they don't want to talk to you. Yeah, he was just like so awkwardly. Yeah, well, he talks to a hundred dudes like you every day. I know, and I just yeah. never stop. You just got to re- not take that personal. That, no, I never yeah. did, and I just never stopped. I used to just say I'm being pleasantly persistent. Yes. Every single first month of every single quarter, and then COVID hit. Yeah. And why everyone else is crying about this issue yeah. and this doesn't work? I took opportunity. Yes. Twenty-four hour fitness. They had memberships for Costco. They went out. 
And I called him and said, this is what you need. Yeah. And he actually, for the first time in four years, said to me, go ahead, I'm listening. Yeah. And now I got in the Costco. And now we're just going to scale through all the stores. Good. That's, bro, that's how it's done. You know, Dude, I, I people, at, people lack the amount of grit that it takes to call someone back exactly, fucking twice. Exactly. Like, dude, you, <laughs> there's a big disparity, a, 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 a big disparity between the expectations of what people think it takes and what it actually takes. Yeah. And I would say that if you, and I don't want to discourage anyone, but I got to be honest because this is the truth. If I knew how hard it was going to be to be where I'm at now, I probably wouldn't have done it. But now that I've done it, I can absolutely look back. Like, this is a weird thing to say, right? No, I know where you're going. With this what I'm story. saying is that the, the 20 year old me, if you said, hey, this is what, the, what it's going to take, yeah. I would have said, fuck that. I'm going to go do this. Yeah. But now that I'm 40, 41, I look back and I'm super thankful I did it and it was well worth it. It's just, I, I'm being honest. Like if I knew what it was actually going to take, I wouldn't have done it, but now I'm glad I did. You see what I'm saying? And it was worth it, but it, 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 it comes with a lot of, <clears throat> a lot of mental, mental. Uh, I would say mental <sighs> reckoning with yourself. Like, like there's been a lot of things that, that, you know, Cause like, dude, it's a lonely road to be an entrepreneur. It really is. And, and, and I'm not, a, when you get, when you get there, like, you know, when you're, when you're, when you're doing nine figures, you know, like we are like mid nine figures, dude, I got the best friends in the world. I got friends, like, dude, I could call all these dudes that own all these big companies. They treat me with respect. We're friends. They help me. I help them. It's a, it's fucking awesome. It's a million times better than the, the, the lifestyle I led with, with regular thinking people that were always criticizing my dreams. Okay. Cause now I'm getting encouraged, you know, uh, and when I talk to Ed Milet on the phone, he doesn't tell me my shit's crazy. Yep. He says, how the fuck are we going to do it? Because he gets it. That's right. Exactly. It's a so, big difference. There. Right. Big but difference. the middle between those two, yep. the, the, the 10 years that you're going to put in, or right now, you know, maybe five years for some of you guys because of the technology uh, benefits you have, that's going to be lonely. And you're going to face a lot of things. You're going to learn a lot of things about yourself. Um, you know, one of the things I had to learn was that... You know, not everybody, at first it was every, every, nobody wants me to win. That's what I thought. And that was good because I took that shit and I used it as fuel and that's how I drive. Like, dude. Dude, you just said the two most important words in the name of our podcast, fuel your drive. Yeah, yeah. Well, 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 dude, that's the thing. It's like, I, I thrive on dark energy. Like if you tell me no, I'm going to, it's going to be yes. Like it's, is it not true? Yeah. Like if you tell me no, you don't even know that the answer is already yes, yes. you know, and, um, or tell me I can't do something or whatever. Like I'm going to fucking do it. And it's the worst thing competitors can do to me is to fucking talk shit because like, dude, I'm like, I don't talk shit back. I just go do shit, you know? And And I think that's what you said. was very true because people just don't do People need to do. People yeah. don't do. Like, yeah. that's the problem. Like, it, 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 you know, you're talking earlier, and it's so true. Like, I'm not the most intelligent person in the world. No. But I do things, and I take that's action it. every single day. Bro, one of the most successful humans I know, um, he's in jail right now, and he's probably not getting out. Deservingly so. Um, but before this thing happened to him... The guy was worth a couple hundred million dollars, and he doesn't know how to spell the difference between R and our. Like if I would text him, it would be, you know, hey, our house, you know, and he'd spell it A-R-E. Like, dude, intelligence is way down on the list of things you need yeah. to win. I agree. And, and this guy, his whole key to his success was that if we sat here and we talked about some crazy shit, he would just go do it. Yeah. And he didn't think about it and overanalyze it or think like, and this is, I learned a lot from this dude just from watching him like have no fear about trying to do big things, but it was because he, he, to be completely honest, he wasn't smart enough to know how fucking hard it was going to be. But he had smart people around him. But he just went and did shit. 
you know, yeah, he had smart people yeah, around him. Yeah. But I mean, like, he didn't always. Yeah. And so when he was when he was by himself and he was dumb, how do you think that he got along? He got along by doing shit. So, and you know, today we live in this world of where everybody wants to chatter at each other online. That's fine, but while you all chatter, I'm gonna be doing shit, <laughs> you know. And that's that's the uh, I think that's a huge key to, to the whole game, you know. I think it's the key. Uh, it really doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't matter if they believe in you or not. It doesn't matter who believes in you. It, do, it doesn't fucking matter. What matters is are you executing? Yep. And people get hung up on all these things, right? Like, well, uh, you know. My mom and dad don't believe in me. Well, no shit they don't believe in you. They didn't do what you want to do, and you haven't done anything along that line yet either. So why would they believe in you? Like, we just have to have honest conversations with ourselves as entrepreneurs. Yeah. All right, my friends don't believe in me. Why don't they believe in me? Well, the reason they don't believe in you is because you you were a fucking idiot in high school, yeah. okay? Like I was. I was too. Me too. Me yeah, too. and, you know, I'm not... <laughs> they've never seen that done so how could they believe in it that it's even possible yeah. you see what I'm saying of course you got so it. we have to prove it to them through our actions and results and, and that doesn't mean they don't like you it's just like they've never seen it how do you believe in something you never, you never saw so, most people can't you're 100% right so, yeah. so a lot of people ask me today I, like yesterday, like four of my people in my office are like, Josh, why are you flying out for the day? I'm just doing this and I'm coming back tonight. Yeah, yeah. Like, why are you flying out to... Bro, I've just, done that a million times. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, but like, why are you not... Why don't you just have him on Zoom? Yeah. And I'm like, you don't get it, do you? I was like, you don't build relationships over no. Zoom. No. You build relationships in yeah. person. Yeah. That's why I'm doing it. Yes. Like, you're crazy. And I'll tell you, I'm going to get in tonight around 11 o'clock. Yeah. I'm going to rush home. You're going to get up at 344 tomorrow. I'm going to get up at 344 tomorrow. I already know. I'm going to do the same thing yeah. I did yesterday, yeah. and nothing's going to stop me. Yeah. But people don't understand that. and that and that, and But see, this also helps me. Yeah. And I know you're going to understand what I'm saying right now. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I'm gonna have this too. I'm yeah. Going to. Yeah, I know. But like this. But now that you've seen it, it's gonna I, I be that to, much easier to see. Because you have to feel yes. it. You have to yes. put yourself there. Yes. Like, I tell people this all the time. So, and I relate to you because you told me you well you didn't tell me you was, you share that how you used to drive past your house all the time. Bro, both the last two houses I've owned, I both of those houses I've drove past when I was in high school. So Andy, every day when I leave my office at the same time every day I drive down the same block mm -hmm. every single day mm -hmm. and I know that's where I'm going yeah. I know that's my spot but you have to put yourself there yeah. if you want to be there you have to put yourself there the problem is people like for example you're doing $5 a day like how do you, what do you tell people because they just quit right away because they don't they don't they, they, they don't have enough belief in themselves to know that well, it's possible I think so for so I think what helped me there to be honest like it's, it would be untrue for me to say, oh, I fucking gritted it out. Look, yeah. dude, I was a lot like my buddy I just described. I didn't know any better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I think one of the things that helped me was that I hated school. I, I hate authority, okay? Um, I hate being told what to fucking do. And... I, I didn't have any other options, right? Like my other option at that point in time was to go, which I had already been doing, which was to go pour foundations and do concrete work, which if you've ever done that, it's 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 very, 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 very hard work. Yeah. And the men who do that for a living are men. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and I, I didn't want to do it. Like you're just being real. Like it was not the life I wanted to do because it's just a hard fucking life. Honorable life, I, I, you know what I'm saying? Those are my people. Yep. But that was my only option. And so I'm thinking like, all right, would I rather be out in, and I'd experienced that. And I'm thinking, would I rather be out in the fucking 110 degree heat? Or would I rather be in here in the AC trying to get this going? Yep. You know what I'm saying? And I know that sounds kind of, kind of weak, yep. but it, I didn't have any other options of what I could do. And my only other option was to go do something that I didn't want to do like real bad. Right. So I just gutted it out, man. And as long as I could, I was going to try to figure it out. And, and dude, there was times, there was times during that growth time, it wasn't like, and this is something to note too for you younger guys and girls who are watching this. There was weeks and days and you know months even where very little effort was put in. You know what I mean? Like I I was in college, I was still, you know, in that social scene. I went out and did things and 
it wasn't like 10 years of focused effort. I think if you, I think if I really, really, really had focused and knew, I think I could have done that 10 years and probably four years. You know what I'm saying? Um, Just being completely honest. So like for you guys who hear, you know, 23 years, I mean, first of all, it was fucking worth every drop of it. Second of all, it shouldn't take you that long unless you're really fucking off, you know? And because I did fuck off a lot. That's the truth. Now I got serious about it once about 2000, 2009, 10, 11, I started getting real fucking serious. And and I'm still very, I'm, I'm just not the same person I was then. I was yep. a kid then. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm fuck, I'm not the same person I was two years ago. Of course, yeah, you grow yeah. every day. Right. So, but, but like, now you own 100% of your company. Did you get investors? Like- I never took investors. Um, Chris and I own everything together, my business partner. That's you, great. you guys walked right past him when you came in. Oh, I understand. Yeah. So, we own everything together. Um, and, uh, we never borrowed money, and that's another reason why it took time, because we never borrowed money. But looking back, and I used to be bitter about that, bro, because no one would borrow, uh, lend us money. And <laughs> little did I know, they knew more than what I knew at the time, because had they lent me money, I would have fucking blown it, and I would have killed the business. Yep. That's the truth. Yep. Um, now, you know, I would feel comfortable taking someone's money, very comfortable, but I don't need it. Yep. So, and but and now everybody wants to give it to me. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's how it works. So like you guys are going to go out and try to raise money and nobody's going to want to give it to you. And the day you get to the point where you're like, fuck it, I don't need your help. They're going to come and try to give it to you. That's just the way it works. And, uh, you know, the banks are real nice to us now. You know what I mean? Sure because we never, we never, we never borrowed, yep. you know, and that's a good feeling too, because they weren't nice for a long time. I took it personal. I'm oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. So what about like during, you know, cause I'm just trying to relate to the issues I had over the years. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I always was, just, I always wanted to move, always moving, yeah. always yeah. moving. So like, I always had to like, how am I going to pay this person? How am I going to pay this person? I had, I, I once had to pay my phone company. I owed them like $45,000. Yeah. I worked at a deal to pay them out over four years. Yeah. But like these are things people don't hear about or no. understand. Like, no, dude, behind the scenes. dude, and there's like I could name ten of those situations yep. for us yep. where like where like we were totally screwed, and we had to come up with creative ways to get out of the situation. I mean, dude, like I could literally probably if I brought Chris in here, we could come up with thirty of them. I'm sure. Yeah, because sure. just like that. I'm sure. That's part of the deal, and you're right. Nobody gets on Instagram and says, "Hey, no one's talk I fucked up my cash flow and I can't pay my payroll, and I, I'm scrambling." Nobody does that. So. But that's normal part of learning how to, how do you, you know, are you still having that problem? No, not anymore. Right, because you learn. I learned, but, yeah. but obviously we're in different stages, you know, but during the pandemic, I didn't lay off or furlough anyone. Yeah, that's I, awesome, dude. We didn't either. All right, I yeah. refused to. Yeah. Different situations, though. It was yeah. painful for me in the beginning. Yeah, I get it. Actually, right? Yeah. But I just refused mm-hmm. to, like, hurt my people mm-hmm. because, first of all, you know, no one talks about Bro, emotional intelligence. that's the right intelligence. thing to do. Yeah, well, no one talks about emotional, emotional intelligence. No one talks about, obviously, you know, what it, what it, what it takes to really be a good leader. Yeah. Because during a bad time like that, obviously, and you make it out, which obviously you always will, think about how your team looks at you then. Oh, yeah. Going through a challenging moment like that. Right? Yeah. So, you know, obviously we're fine now. We pivoted, you know, yeah. so you have to pivot and you have to, you know, but now with, with, with your team here where you are, you know, people don't understand when you get, when you get to that point where, you know, you make it through the points where you're done with the cash flow issues mm-hmm. you get. You ever read the book Shoe Dog, Phil, Phil Knight? Uh, I'm, I'm like halfway through it. Yeah. So that, that is like my, I usually listen to audiobooks. So I don't yeah. have attention span yeah, yeah. the book. But I've actually read that book like four times. Yeah. And I'm actually having dinner with Phil in October. So. Oh, that's cool. So you ever get the tire I sent you, by the way? Yeah, I did. You sent that? I sent that. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. You remember that tire? The tire. Dude, there was a somebody sent a tire last year. It, it was out in the warehouse for a long time. Yeah. And I was me. wondering, I'm like, who the fuck sent me a tire? Yeah, so it was you, huh? <laughs> All right, cool. Thank so you. I, so, I sent, so, so, so I sent a couple people tires. You were actually the only person that didn't respond, but, you know, I, I said we were going to make Bro, this happen. Yeah, I get so much fucking mail. Oh, it's sure. literally impossible, and I feel terrible. But like I don't run with an assistant or anything yeah. like that. So for like for me, I might not get your mail, like a, a response, but it's all appreciated. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. But anyway, so I should fill night attire. Yeah. Because that story, that book, and I don't know how far you're in, but like yeah. it's incredible. Man. Yeah. But this guy literally suffered more than half his life in severe debt. Yeah. And had to figure out because they, you know, how you always had to pay that one person first. Yeah. Because no one ever talks about this. Yeah. But then you got to work games to to make sure everyone else oh, yeah. chasing you at the same time. Yeah. And this is like an important component because if you don't have the right mindset, you're gonna you're gonna get fucked with because it's very very it's very draining on you. Draining. Yeah. Well, and two, you got to think about what he did. 
you know, which is so cool. Um, you know, I, I for a long time I was super Nike fan. Um, this thing that they're doing with the with the with the the Chinese labor camps and shit, I'm not down with yeah, at all. Yeah. And so I'm trying to like kind of move away from that. You know, it's really it really helps me uh, get motivated to build our own stuff. Yep. But um, it doesn't take away from how how the process of what they did. And and the crazy thing that I think about when I think about companies like that yep. is the innovation component. So like, who who was Nike before Nike? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. You're trying to build something that no one's ever done before is a lot different than trying to build something. Like I look at I look at Nike, right, and I think, and then I look at Under Armour, and I value Under Armour less because they already had a path to follow. You know, you get what I'm saying? Not the product that you less. I'm just saying like Dude, the I, story. Look, look what I've done in the in-home personal yeah, training. Right. I know you haven't heard of us yet, but like. I'm going to be the largest in-home personal trainer yeah. in the world. And we yeah. already are, but no yeah. one's going to touch us. Big yeah. box gyms are trying to compete with us. Yeah. Large franchises are trying to compete with us. Yeah. But we are going to be number one. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Yeah. And I've been saying that since I've been sitting in my parents' dining room with the laptop and my little cordless phone that had no call waiting. Yeah. But you know what? You just got you just got to go after it. But when you create that new category, yeah. that's a very different type of level yes. of power. Very yes. different. And we're in, a, we're in a situation now where there's lots of innovation going on in the entrepreneurship game because the way that people are building brands is completely different now than what it was even 10 years ago yeah. so like we went from a very simple strategy of building a brand I'm not talking about creating cash I'm talking about building brand equity yep. you know of buying ads in magazines and billboards and TV and branding to now it's it's completely different, different. and I see all these companies still consistently running that old play the Nikes and, and the bigger companies running the fucking old play yep. um, and and there's a huge opportunity for younger entrepreneurs uh, who are in the game now who are hungry I'm not talking about us I'm talking about fucking everybody to really take big bites out of these big faceless you know soulless corporations that yep. this is, which is what they become yep. you know what I mean I, think, I just think a lot of these people are just afraid of change, you know. Like that's the. Big well, why would you change something if you if you're if you're worth fifty billion dollars? Yeah, like like that's ego, right? Yeah. Like you're sitting in the room and 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 I'm the CEO, and someone comes and says, "Yeah, hey, I think we should uh, switch our entire marketing campaign over to this style," and blah blah blah. And the guy's gonna say, "Why? We're fifty billion dollars. Yeah. We do whatever the fuck we want." Yeah. And see that conversation is what gets yeah. people eaten up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's true. So that's that's what I see a lot going on right now. A lot of the young CEOs that are out doing things, uh, they're very intelligent, very, very smart. Yep. And these bigger brands that are sitting back running the same play over and over and over again, yep. they're gonna continue to lose uh, for the favor of brands that we all, you know, participate with in our lives, right? Like your brand the brands that are supported now, they 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 they're part of our life. Yep. It's part of what we identify with, right? And and uh, you know, I, I'm 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 glad that the big companies just aren't really rolling that way. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because it creates good opportunity. It does create a very yeah. good opportunity. Well, they say nothing changes. Nothing changes. That's right? right. That's right. So I have a very big philosophy when you put two entrepreneurs together, and we're going to talk fitness because I'm big in fitness. Yeah, yeah. An entrepreneur who's in shape, and one who's not. The one who's not can never touch the one who's in shape because the mindset is just totally different. Because I, I, I believe... I would have argued that. I would have argued that up until the last two years. I would have argued that. See, I think building a bicep yeah. is very difficult to do. Yes. And when you're able to tolerate that, like I like I torture myself in my workouts. Mm -hmm. I, I've been doing that for years. Like mm -hmm. I literally do things that are not normal, and I push myself. Mm -hmm. and I always like to the point where sometimes like I, I see like those little stars, or I'll like I get it. Yeah, I like lose hearing in my ears. Yeah, but yeah. If I don't if I don't push myself like that. Yeah. I can't handle the day sometimes. Yeah. It's like it's like I need that to handle my day. So I get it. So let's talk why I believe, and I know you do too, because you you made a great change and you look fantastic. Yeah, thank you. Fitness is everything. Yeah. And if you don't take care of yourself, you have a big problem. Yeah. You know, and I, and I, and I hate to put this out here because people are going to start talking and saying bad things about me. But see, I believe the vaccine yeah. is working out and being healthy and being in shape. Yes. And, and constantly. Well, no shit it is. Every single day. Yeah. I know, but not. That's common sense to anybody that knows how to read anything or understand any data. 
I mean, we, we happen to be in an industry where we have to understand data, so it's easier for us to understand. The reason we can't relate to people that don't understand that is because most of those people are not even fitness people that are taking that yep. shit. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And like, dude, that's what you just said, I think is a very common belief in the fitness industry. Most people that I've talked to, even our customers that, that you know, have been willing to share with me like their thoughts, they're like, fuck no. I'm, I take Dude, care I, of myself. I haven't been sick in like five years. Yeah. I, I never get sick. I'm, I take care of myself. Yeah, yeah. And I'm healthy. I eat healthy. And, yeah. you know. Dude, people just don't like hearing that about the vaccine because it's their personal choice. Look, dude, if you want to get it, get it. But know the fucking risks that are coming with it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not if saying you, not to you, get it. If you, you don't want to get, get it, it, you don't have to get it either. And that's, that's, this is fucking America. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. But, but here's the deal, man. Um, you know, when I was uh, 2015 or so, uh, I got pneumonia, and at that time I was ma- I was fuck at that time in my life I was making more money than than I ever really honestly thought I would ever make, uh, and what was that seven years ago? Yeah, I mean, bro, I and and I had just moved into uh, or I was just getting I had just bought my first like nice house. Right. You know, I thought I was fucking killing it, right. and. I got pneumonia, I knew it was May. It was right around this time of year. And I got sick, and I'm checking my phone every day, you know, looking at the sales. We're selling more than we ever sold. Yeah. I see, my, my, you know, I was sick for three weeks, so I got to see a couple paychecks come through, you know, and I'm like, fuck, dude, really? Like, I'm sitting here watching Pacific Rim for the 37th time. You know, I'm killing it. Yeah. And it clicked, it clicked with me, um, I wasn't happy at all. And I'm like, fucking, I'm sick, I'm fucking fat, I'm miserable, and bro, I was fat. Like, I was always the guy that was like, I I was really strong, but like, I justified my fatness because I could lift a lot of weight. And it was bullshit, by the way. So anybody that does that, just know you're bullshitting yourself. Um, But I clicked for me in my head, I'm like, well, this is why rich, Dudes kill themselves because this ain't fucking making me happy. This is why you hear that story of the guy who made all the money and then kills himself. And it clicked for me that I was living way below my standard of, of, of what I was actually capable of. And it like, I had to be honest with myself. I'm like, bro, you've really, you know, you've worked really hard, but like, how much are you leaving on the table? And the answer was a lot because now I would probably want to jump off a bridge if I was making the money I was making in 2015. You know what I'm saying? So, and that had to do with me figuring out like it, it, everything comes from inside. It's not external manipulation and and this body that we have and i know people hear this all the time and it sounds a little bit cheesy but this is our fucking tool yeah. this is our fucking tool to do whatever it is we're going to do very true and if you can't master simple things like having control over a drink or or a fucking food yep. bro you, what are you really capable of not much yep. you know what i mean so that all kind of set in with me at once. And I started on a new journey and my new journey was um, creating purpose and really focusing on the mission at hand. Um, Because I realized I was letting down my team, dude. I had this team, I'm sitting at home, I'm making all this money, they're all working and I'm like, fucking fat and gross and not a good representation of what we do. You know what I mean? And I never, it had never really clicked with me. I always justified it as, oh, well, dude, I'm working so hard that has, something has to give. Right. When in reality, and I actually just did a podcast episode about this not too long ago, had I seen it the other way around and I said, okay, let me get this right, let me get this right. Well, actually, well, let me get this right first, then let me get this right, then this shit will get real right. Yeah. And um, that's what I did. You know, and so I got serious about it. I started seeing my role as an obligation to my team, not them as an obligation to me, right? And that created a whole different level of our culture. Our culture was pretty good then, but then it got real good. And, uh, you know, I I went from 350 to, I lost 110 pounds the first year. Um, And then I've spent the last, Set six, seven years, you know, working on that. Good for you. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so it's, uh, you know, and, and uh, I'm good. I walk around right now in the 260s, fucking pretty, pretty fucking lean. And, uh, 
you know, my mental state is directly tied to all of the things that you talk about in the morning, you know, putting yourself through a test, yep. you know, and that's how I see it. I don't see it as a workout. I don't see it as a, it's not. I see it as a fucking test. I agree. Okay. I passed the test. I, I get some strength. I made a deposit into my mental toughness and that mental toughness can now be withdrawn over here in this area which happens to be something that serves our customer, right? Yeah. So I think it's just a lot of perspective switching and that's what I was talking about whenever we were talking about having like real honest, deep conversations with yourself yeah. about what you're really about, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I don't think there's anybody in this building right now that couldn't tell, wouldn't tell you that, that, that I'm not really fucking about it. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be about it. Yeah, like I, I think everybody knows, you know? and. Uh, and that's without me having to go around and tell people. I let them see me. They see what I eat. They see what I fucking do. They see how hard I work, you know? And, um, and you know, it makes a huge difference, yeah. you know? I mean, dude, in 2015, I thought I, was, I thought I was winning the world. Now I realize I haven't done shit. You know, and that's a, that's a, that's a whole nother transformation. Like you're going to get to a point where you're making 20, 30, $40 million a year. And you're going to fucking say, this ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's man shit. You know what I mean? That's big time shit. And like the opportunity is there for everybody to really create something amazing, which is a lot of the reason, you know, why I'm very frustrated with what's going on in the world today, because like, dude, the whole world's telling everybody there's no opportunity, you, you know, there's, it's, it's this, it's, it's like, dude, there's never been more opportunity. So much opportunity. Yeah. And, so and all you have to do is have a little bit of grit and develop a little bit of mental toughness and follow people who are doing it and just follow their lead. You know, back in the day, uh, you know, there was nobody for me. There wasn't even fucking social media, bro. So, so I didn't, the only successful people, you guys have to understand how different this is. When I was growing up, I knew one rich person. Yeah. One. Yeah. And I didn't even know them. I just knew about them. Right. Like I see them driving around. I'm like, oh, there's that guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, nowadays we get online and we can look at people and say, that's what it looks like. Yeah. You know? You look at a guy like Manny Koshman, that's a guy who's always inspired me. I'm like, yeah. that guy knows how to fucking live, yeah. you know? And uh, the the younger guy, you guys should be utilizing that and supporting those people who show you the vision of where it's going because th th we didn't always have that. You know what I mean? Like I could read a Tony Robbins book, but I'm not seeing his house. Yeah. I'm not seeing his jet. I'm not so seeing true. his plane, you know? And I, you know, I think, I think the problem though is like, people, do, people just, they don't know how to focus like, and I'm not just saying this because I'm here. I, yeah. I really only listen to your stuff. I do. Yeah. I don't really. I don't start going. No, I got you, dude. I don't listen to anybody's shit either. I don't really. I, I don't listen to anybody's shit for the simple reason of I want my shit to be my shit. Yeah, I hear you. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the same person. I'm the same way. But it's like people just don't know how to just focus with one person, and you know, I feel like they should relate with one person that they can relate with that they yeah. want to be and, and focus on that. Yeah, I think I think that's a good that that's a good uh, that's that's definitely something that that that's a great point. Yeah. People are, people are all over the place and like yeah. I was talking about this earlier because I was talking to them. You don't know who to listen to. No, And then you do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this it's, and you're fucking all over the place. It's like investing. I had yeah. someone the other day say, oh, you want to invest in this company with me? Yeah. I said, no, no, I'm okay. Thank you. Yeah. I'm like, why not? You know, I'm sure you have the money to do it. I said, I don't want to. You can't diversify and get into something else unless you have something that you're so set yes. with that's moving, that's well scalable well, and running like a well-oiled machine. You know what caused that, don't you? That stupid fucking meme that's everywhere. It says, yep. entrepreneurs have seven sources I of know, income. So and every fucking kid reads that and they're like, fuck, I need to have six more. Yep. No, dude, there's a context to that. There is context. The context is you got to get one going really good yep. and then you can start to do a, a second one. Yep. And dude, that second one might come 10 years down the road. And so when you read that meme, understand they're talking about someone who's been doing it 20, 30 years. Yep. Yeah, you know, yes, I have that many streams of income but fucking I didn't 10 years ago yeah. you know what I'm saying when I was 10 years in and 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 dude I think there's a lot of information on social so there's you bring up a really good point about that there's a lot of information on social that is very confusing to someone who doesn't really know anything very. right and you have you have a lot of guys saying don't value material things and then you have guys like me saying no material things are great motivation I would challenge you to look at what those people have actually built yep. okay 
and decide if that's what you want to build. Because a lot of these motherfuckers just make memes and videos for Instagram and they don't have shit. <laughs> this, this motherfucker is real. It exists. I know. And all my other businesses, those are real too. And my fucking house I live in over there, is that's, real. that's real. So if you want those kind of things, I'm the motherfucker to follow or people that. like that. And that garage building. Oh, that's thank awesome. you. Yeah, it's almost done finally after three years. That is awesome. But, you're, you're making me think about when I used to sit and call. You know what I'm saying, bro? No, no, you're, you're like, dude, like, there's guys out there who have really built shit. I'm not the only one. And that's not a plug for me. You have as well. There's other real, like, dude, Arte Syndicate is filled with real entrepreneurs, most of which nobody's ever fucking heard of because they're not making cool little content about body positivity on their fucking Instagram. You know what I mean? So we got to follow real people, bro. Just because someone is writing things that make sense to you doesn't mean you should listen to everything they say because, dude, there's a really good chance that this guy really hasn't built shit. You know what's been really bothering me is like this this clubhouse thing, right? So oh fuck. So so I get these messages all the time, like come into this room. I'm busy. I don't have. To, I'm like I'm busy, and I and, and I think it's a great resource, bro. It is but a great it, resource, but it's but way too fucking overdone. But if if you're actually spending 24 hours, people are saying yeah. you spend 24. You're not doing anything. Yeah, real. it's highly addicting too. It, it is, yeah. but like. No, I get it. How bro. does someone who's actually working on building something have time to do that? That's why all the, there's so much like fake out there. It's predatory. It okay, is. so that's a that's a that's a that's a posturing platform. Now that this does not mean the platform is not going to win. It's going to fucking be huge. Oh no, huge. it's going to be great. It's yeah, gonna be huge. But I'm but just saying, like, in it's relation a, it, to what the, we're talking about. Yes, you know? there's Focus. a there's a few guys up there who have really done things that have been on there and talked about them. But I I agree with you. I have observed, I have never gotten on Clubhouse one time to speak. I've gone in to observe. observe. And the information that is being passed back and forth, if I had to put a grade on it, I would say it's a fucking F. Yeah, I okay? agree. I agree. And I two rooms like, yeah, last bro. weekend, I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, and it's all people wanting the quick fucking thing. You know, how to generate a cash, like dude, you know, everybody's talking about crypto now and this and that. Like dude, okay, I know it's sexy. I know it's sexy to say, to say dude, I can invest 10 grand and it could become a million dollars. That's exciting as fuck. That is not a strategy. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we have to we have to understand. And what's funny is I see all these people do, you know, dude, when I was a kid, it wasn't coins. You know what it was called? It was called penny stocks. Penny stocks, yeah. Yeah. And I understand, I understand why people like it, but you guys should be, and there's a lot of people winning, dude. Winning big, and that's fucking cool. But you guys who are winning big, that's still not your career, dude. Yeah. Like you should be taking that capital or that cash flow that your that that your investment is returning. Fucking take a profit harvest and go start a fucking brand of some sort, you know? Or at least think longer than you know. Because look, man, life is long. And if you can't build a fucking system to produce income for the, your whole entire life, you're really kind of wasting your time. Yep. You know, so it's the way I see it, and a lot of guys are different, you know, and I know a lot of guys that make a lot of money in crypto and, and all that, but but the thing is, is like, if that, if they fucking lose or this or whatever, they're dead in the water. Yeah, it was big. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's good. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you can't, you can't plant a seed. And look outside, and there's going to be a huge tree tomorrow. No, it doesn't work like that. No. You, that you know that 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 seed's going to get ruined. No, it's there's a story it. about Chinese bamboo that I tell all the time about this. Like, dude, the the Chinese bamboo tree is the fucking perfect example of success because it takes you go put the seed in the ground, and for five fucking years you have to water it and make sure that it has the nutrients and everything for five years without seeing any any sprout of whatsoever. Then when it sprouts, in eight weeks it grows to 60 feet tall, okay? That's business. That is what business is like. The first five years, and, and see what most people do is what you said. They put the seed in the ground, and then they come out every day and dig the motherfucker up and look at it. Yeah. And it's like, bro, true, yeah. stop, yeah. you know? And, and that's, we have to have patience, patience to be successful. And I actually think that for the younger generation, that's the biggest missing link for them. Yeah. They're super fucking smart, super fucking tech savvy. They understand problems of the younger generation that need to be solved. I mean, dude, and a lot of people shit on them and say, oh, they're lazy. It's not that they're fucking lazy, bro. They don't have patience because our world doesn't 
create it for them. Yeah. And we don't have parents that have recognized this as the problem. That's so they're, that's the school. School. Yeah. School. School screws you up. School does not. Oh fuck. School. I used to sit in my class, and it, it, I was relating to what you were saying yeah. earlier. And I used to like my professor. This professor used to tell me, "This is how you're going to be successful." And I used to always think in my head, like. I want to see this guy's bank statements. I yeah. want to see how much money yeah. he has in his bank. Yeah. And I actually said that one day, being like very yeah. serious, yeah. And everyone started laughing in the class like I was a joke. Yeah. But I was being dead serious. Yeah. And now I make a lot more money than he does. Yeah. Tons, uh, probably yeah. 10 times more money. Yeah. School, does, school doesn't teach you about risk, right? Like you have to be patient with results and patient with action. You have to take action. Yeah. It takes time to build. Like it, it doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. You went, how many years you went without paying yourself like over what, $30,000? Yeah. We, we, the first three years we made zero. The next seven years we made $695 a month. Um, total for the whole first 10 years I made 58 grand. Like the whole ten years, not per year. So I mean, it was. Uh, see, that, see, no one talks about that. That's nah. legit, man. That's legit. Yeah, I gotta like, tell you, like, like I said before, people need to follow one person, and uh, you know, focus and and just wh- whoever you want to like get to, wherever yeah. you want to get to, follow that person and stick to it. Yeah, I'm not the guy that you're gonna follow and discover all these get rich quick things, and I'm never gonna tell people that. Uh, I'm the guy who you're going to follow and you're going to learn how to build a fucking empire. It's true, man. Yeah. Listen, your, your content's fantastic, man. And uh, I'm super happy we got to connect today. Yeah, this is awesome, man. I really am. Yeah. Is there anything else, you know, usually the last question I like to ask is if you were doing this interview, what question would you have asked? Well, I think you did a good job, dude. I mean, I get interviewed a lot. And, and the, the the worst interviews are the ones that just go down a list of questions. You know what I'm saying? No, this is... With, 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 with zero perspective. You have a good perspective of what it takes because you're doing it. And I always appreciate sitting down with people like you um, because, you know, it's more of... It's a more relatable conversation. You know, like... Dude, I didn't come in it's not theory. Question. You're doing it. I didn't come in here with any questions. Yeah, yeah. I just... It's got to be... flow. It's got to flow. Bro, there's... Gotta, if you're if you're really doing it, you don't need questions. You don't need questions, yeah. man. And people, too many people act it out, yeah. set it up, but um, yeah. you know, I'm, this is this is awesome, man. I'm so I literally look back on my Instagram. I sent you a message in 2017. <laughs> Did and I here, see it? Here we are, May 11th. No, you didn't yeah. see it. Yeah. But you got a lot of followers. May 11th, 2021. Yeah. So it's a perfect example. Yeah. Plant a seed, and you have to be patient. Yeah, that's it, man. And you you got to stay on the track, you know. Um, when you're not seeing results, you, you know you know this from fitness, bro. It takes five or six weeks to really turn turn your body into the result machine you're looking for, anyway. 100%. And most people, they don't anticipate the lag time, right? They don't anticipate that it's going to take six weeks to really get things going. Yeah. And what happens is they quit before the magic even happens. That's Where at, at, if they would just stick it through for 12 weeks or 16 weeks. The results happen so fast after the first five or six weeks, you're missing the magic. And I think a lot of people do this with their lives, right? Yeah, that's like the New Year's resolution. Like, yeah. It's the stupidest thing in the world. Like yeah. you should be having goals weekly, quarterly, whatever it is. You, yeah. It, it, you need to constantly be focusing on moving to the next level, like growing every single day. Yeah, but dude, people have a hard time breaking out of the normal shit, right? Like, if, like I grew up in like bar culture, you know, like when my family gets together they go to a fucking bar and drink you know and when you first start to step out of the norm of what everybody else is doing it's very uncomfortable you feel like a weirdo you you know and everybody tells you you're a weirdo well oh dude are you drinking that protein stuff like yeah "Yeah, bro I am you know but but now here you know after you've done what they want to do they come and say hey what's that protein stuff you've been drinking you know so it's a different (laughs) conversation you know yeah and that's that's how success goes too you know in the beginning you guys are going to get made fun of Uh, your girlfriends are going to nag you they're going to say you work too much you don't give a fuck about them well i'm going to tell you what um those same girls are going to nag you for being fucking broke too so uh you know you remember that guys and girls like it's a uh, having a partner as an entrepreneur is a is a is a is you got to find someone who gets it, 100%, you know, man. because oh, the, the people that don't will take it all from you, energy-wise. They will. They yeah. will. But I mean, look, dude, this is no. This doesn't. The clip. The cool thing is, it doesn't require any special fucking talent. Doesn't. Yeah, and and no matter what everybody else tells you out there about how smart they are, intelligent they are, it doesn't take that. Doesn't. It takes grit. Legend. Legend.